This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And as Republicans take control of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop reported to belong to Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS News has obtained its data, not through a third party or political operative, but directly from the source who told us they provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review to determine its authenticity. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge joins us now with what we found. Catherine, I'm very interested. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's dad. I called and told you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident, based on your analysis, this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. This Delaware computer shop is where the laptop's backstory begins. Their records indicate in April 2019, Hunter Biden took his laptop in for repair, but never paid. After 90 days, the store considered it abandoned. Then in December 2019, the FBI subpoenaed the store's owner to turn over the computer and a portable drive of its data. Whatever happened to Hunter? During the 2020 election, versions were widely shared by Republican operatives, including Rudy Giuliani. We have the entire hard drive. But questions were raised about whether additional files were added to those versions. Then-candidate Biden labeled the laptop controversy disinformation. What this he's accusing me of is a okay, Russian uh, let's, uh, I tell you what, let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and bring it in right now. We've got uh, Natalie Winters is co-hosting with me from the Real America Voice headquarters in um, or it's Palm Beach studio. Natalie, uh, I want to jump in. They could have gone for a couple more minutes, but you brought up a very salient point yesterday that in the war room on the morning show, I think it was that of all the 5,000 hours of audio, they had to pick the one thing with Joe Biden's patent hunter on the head. It's Wednesday, 23 November, year of Lord, 2022. Natalie Winters, you have broken another, yet another story that I want you to walk through. I've got Boris up. I've got Cortez up. I'm going to get both of their perspectives on this. But here's what I don't understand as you walk through this. This, this laptop has been to the FBI since December of 2019. Why do we have a recent University of Chicago graduate 
that's going to break another important story. Almost three years since they've had it and no formal investigation. And this one will blow people's heads up. Natalie, why don't you walk through your investigative piece, then I'll bring in Boris uh, for his assessment. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I tried breaking in during that cold open, but there seemed to be some miscommunication on the production side of things. I can only handle seeing that corporate attempt to whitewash the crimes of the Biden family for so for so long. Uh, But unfortunately, I have to sit here and suffer through. Far be it. Far be it for me ever to just hog the mic. Uh, the RAV guys in Palm Beach, we love you. You know how this thing rolls. <laughs> Natalie you were coordinating Winters. with them. <laughs> your, ass- your assessment, man. <laughs> well, I think this dovetails perfectly. And frankly, today is November 23rd, right? It's the day before Thanksgiving. We should start the clock now to see how long it'll take for CBS News and all of their mainstream media, media counterparts to report the story that we're breaking today, which has to do with... and. Believe it or not, it is true how the Biden family, particularly Hunter Biden, was ostensibly profiting off of illegal immigration into the United States. And I'll walk you through this story because obviously it's a very large claim. But unfortunately for the Biden family, the documents that are both publicly available but also included on the so-called hard drive from hell prove it. So there's this company called ePlata. And it's a digital banking platform, which we'll put it to the side real quick. But of course, with the World Economic Forum and the G20's push for this sort of digital identity, that's definitely curious that you see these Hunter Biden associates now working on technology that serves their ends. But tabling that for a second, this company has positioned itself including getting partnership deals with the Mexican government to be the premier platform for remittance payments from migrants from their home countries, particularly to Mexico. Um, Over 94% of the payments that come into Mexico come from the United States, and and Mexico is basically the top destination of outbound remittances um, every year without fail. And this is a massive industry. You're talking at least $150 billion. And this, of course, is an industry that's inextricably linked to the business of mass migration, both legal and illegal. So we uncovered documents on the hard drive from hell that proves that Hunter Biden held an at least 8.25% stake in this payment processing platform for remittances used by migrants. And what's particularly nefarious about this company? Again, table the fact that Hunter Biden is likely under investigation for human trafficking, sex trafficking, all of that degenerate lifestyle stuff. But this is a banking platform that you don't even need to have a bank account to use. All you need is either a phone number or an email. In other words, it's perfectly catered to be used either by illegal aliens, by people who are engaging in illicit affairs and business activities. Um, And the founder of this this company is an individual by the name of Jeff Cooper, who not only is a long-term business associate of Hunter Biden, but this is someone who flew on Air Force Two to Mexico to hold meetings with other individuals who ultimately invested in this payment processing platform that is likely used to the nines by illegal immigrants. It's a perfect example, not just how the establishment profits profits off of illegal immigration and and legal migration too, but it's just a perfect example of, I think, really the dereliction of duty from the FBI, the DOJ, um, and really any other investigative body in the United States to go after Hunter Biden. I pieced this story together in about an hour last night just going through the hard drive. That's all it took me. Where is the FBI who has a budget, you know, larger than small countries in yeah. Africa and they're nowhere to be found? 
You know, normally when people call and they say, hey, I'm washing my hair tonight, you're getting blown off on a date. With Natalie Winters, I'm going through <laughs> SEC documents, okay? Quit bugging me. Natalie, hang on a second. I want to bring in Boris because I know he's pressed for time. Boris, this is another example of, of, of everything that's going to go on. I know you and Cortez have been two of the leaders that say, hey, look, you've got so many of these cross relationships on the business side that are profiting on the invasion of the southern border. Put it in perspective. A guy flies on Air Force Two. A bunch of the people associated with this are invested in this thing. And this is perfectly set up for the cartels and for illegal aliens and the mass migration here to send the money back home out of the United States of America. Boris Epstein. Steve, honored to be with you. Honored to be with the posse today. Natalie Winters is always doing an amazing job. This is just another and a, a huge list of examples of the Biden crime family profiting off the backs of the American people and selling America down the river. And it's so clear. It's so obvious. And the fact that the pathetic, deranged, biased DOJ, the, 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 you know, the head levels of the DOJ are appointing this so-called special, the quote unquote special, the special counsel to continue to harass President Donald J. Trump and other MAGA patriots. But there is no special counsel appointed to investigate the Biden crime family headed by Joe Biden is an absolute travesty. It's a travesty of justice and shows just how far we've sunk. But here's the deal. The Democrats, the woke radicals are actually also a disaster. Look, the story just popped in The Washington Post about how staffers on the J6 committee are mad because of how deep Liz Cheney's Trump derangement syndrome goes. They thought they were going to have all this other information on there about law enforcement and intelligence and all that. No, Cheney just wants to talk about uh, Donald J. Trump because she's so obsessed with President Trump. And something I thought was a little bit interesting, Stephen, I just sent this to you and uh, and the team. So, you know, they go through the story and, and, and there's 15 staffers, Democrat, I think, and some of the Rhino staffers say, well, you know, we, we thought we were going to have all this other information in there, but you left these high paying jobs. Instead of addressing those concerns from these staffers, a guy named Jeremy Adler, who's a Cheney spokesman, just goes berserk in a statement. But what was really interesting, he says, quote, so damn right, Liz is prioritizing understanding what President Trump did. Liz, have you ever heard, okay, you and I have been around this, this, this business a long time. Have you ever heard of a spokesman for a member of Congress refer to no. their boss by their first name? Liz? No. no. What no. is that? I'm not saying something's going on, but I'm saying that's kind of interesting, okay? I'm saying that's in the Washington Post, and it jumped out at me. The Liz J.D. spokesman, Jeremy Adler, who obviously can't contain himself, is, call, is calling, you know, a vice chairwoman of this unselect, ridiculous committee by her first name while he shows that his Trump derangement syndrome is about a 30 out of 10. Okay, but, 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 but here's, here's what I want to buy, compare and contrast what Natalie did. Natalie's got a... Uh, there's a wealth of information that not just about the Biden crime family, but leads to all these other sources, too. I mean, that's why this is this document, this this laptop is so important and going to be the basis for so many investigations on the Liz yeah, Cheney the thing. Way, I love, she, she, yeah, go ahead. I love how CBS goes. We went to a forensic analyst and they've determined that the laptop that's was real. So, so, yeah, think yeah. there's only about what uh, tens of thousands of pictures of the guy on it. You think they're yeah. all. It's just how much they lie to the American people and how much they obstruct and obfuscate to the American people. We've known for two years and what, three months 
that this thing were real. And by the way, the 51 Intel officials who signed on to the letter, quote-unquote Intel officials, who signed on to that campaign letter from the Biden campaign calling the laptop Russian disinformation, they yeah. all ought to be brought up on charges. Every single well, one of them. The, Brennan, Clapper, the whole lot. Yeah. First off, what McCarthy has to do is strip them of their, their security clearances because that's how they're making money. They're monetizing their security clearance. So that's all going to be stripped. Um, Boris, the, the point I'm making is that Liz Cheney promised all this stuff and couldn't deliver because there's nothing there. There's nothing there. That's why this turned into a, sh a Moscow show trial. But let's go back in time. Correct me if I'm wrong. And this gets to the, in, this gets to the insidious corruption of DOJ. Right. And the Trump hate in DOJ. OK, not just Merrick Garland and not simply the special counsel, which has to be uh, shut down by the Republicans if it's not already recused. Bill Barr, the other day, just gave another interview or wrote it and wrote a piece, gave interviews off it about Donald Trump's trying to burn down the Republican Party, that Donald Trump is, is, is the reason that the Republican Party uh, won't win any more elections in the future. That's all Donald Trump's fault. Bill Barr. You know, what, what Natalie Winters in the night comes back and has another blockbuster story of their corruption and particularly the corruption leading to their policies that are hurting the United States, the invasion of the southern border. Barr has had this for three, three years ago. It came to Bill Barr and Bill Barr, yet Bill Barr and the institutionalist Republican Party are condemning Donald Trump, Boris Epstein. It's disgusting. It's the establishment. It's the swamp. And by the way, this is why President Trump is running to take back the White House, is running to take back America, because just as he fought against the swamp when he was elected in 16 and four years in the Oval Office, he's going to fight and defeat the swamp one more time. And of course, they're all coming out of the woodwork. Everybody from Liz Cheney, apparently we just go around calling her Liz now, to Bill, to Bill Barr and all of them, all of these establishment uniparty hacks, all these swamp creatures are coming out trying to attack the President Trump because they know he's the most powerful politician in America. He's the strongest force in America against the establishment, and he fights for the American people as he will continue to do during this campaign and once he's elected back to the White House. What's your social media, Boris? People want to follow you over the holidays. No doubt about it. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Steve, I'm very thankful for you, for your leadership in, in, in the movement, and humbly for your, for your friendship. I'm thankful for the whole posse. Love to everybody. Let's keep fighting. Don't take one moment off, even during the holiday, but take a second to be thankful. My info, BorisCP.com, hot on the website, BorisCP.com, hot on Getter at BorisCP, hot on Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, and the hottest on the ground, Boris on the scrub side. Stay strong, God bless, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Steve Cortez, economic analysis, and his assessment of Hunter and Biden in this blockbuster story. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898.
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I want to get to Natalie Winters in just a second. I got Steve Cortez. Uh, now make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARN, up to 90% off. It's an inventory clearing sale before the holidays, up to 90% off. Sales across the board, buy one, get one's free, but go check it out. This inventory, we got to move the inventory. And Mike Lindell's in the deal-making mode, up to 90% off, but sales across the board. MyPillow.com, promo code WARN. Make sure you support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. Natalie Winters, just give me a summary again. This one's so insidious because it shows you how the Bidens, what they think of the country and what they think and what they're going to do for themselves. Because all his policies have been open border since the very first second he took his hand off the Bible. It was one of the first executive orders he did was to destroy everything President Trump had done to at least somehow try to secure the border. Natalie, what? give me a summary of what this thing is again because it sounds like the worst people in the world could use us like the cartels, but also the illegal aliens coming here that are shipping the money back to uh, back to Mexico. Well, Steve, when you said you wanted me to co-host today's show, I thought I was at least going to get the chance to do the my pillow read. Uh, but in, in even the, <laughs> but you I know what I will know. say. I just don't, I'm just I'm just not buying <laughs> Natalie Winters and my pillow. But we'll 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 get to that later. That's that, that's well, we're going to work into that. <laughs> Frankly, I think my am I getting am I getting am I am I getting heckled by Natalie Winters? God, real American voice. Let's work that mic. Okay, go ahead, ma'am. Well, I think MyPillow's payment processing is probably more secure than this Hunter Biden-owned app. They basically fundraised off of the fact that anyone could use this account. Their whole pitch was that it's bringing banking to the quote-unquote unbanked. All you need is either an email address or a phone number to set up an account. And this is how they pitch themselves. They offer worldwide banking without the need for a traditional bank account. Now, if anyone who's followed any bit of the Hunter Biden story knows there's human trafficking, sex trafficking, and anyone who's followed anything about the Mexican border knows the cartels run the show. So when you're introducing a payment processing platform that really doesn't have any identification requirements, as lax as it can be, I mean, you're you're asking for serious, serious trouble. Cortez, walk me through that, because this was a couple of years ago. Walk me through that sure. and how that ties into their policies. And you've been the number one guy in this country, in the MAGA movement in this country, talking about this. Walk me through this. Well, you know, Steve, it, it's interesting. If, in Roman jurisprudence, in the Roman courts of the Roman Republic, there was a, a phrase that represented a principle of law, qui bono, meaning who benefits, right? So when you see policies that are so antithetical to the well-being and prosperity and security of the American people, uh, and yet Biden insists on pursuing them anyway, p- policies like an effectively open border, I think we should ask qui bono, who benefits, right? And I have assumed that most of the benefit is going to the oligarchs, to massive multinational CEOs, but we now find out that the benefit is going specifically and particularly directly to the Biden family. And Steve, back in 2020, when you and Rudy Giuliani and some other patriots brought the laptop from hell into the public realm and exposed 
what the Biden family was doing, I started referring to them and the Trump campaign started referring to them as the Biden cartel, because that's really how they operate. And it's a cartel that is headed by one man, Joe Biden, the quote, big guy. Uh, at that time, I didn't realize that by calling them a cartel, it meant that they were going to be directly assisting the worst cartels in the entire world, which happened to be right next door to the United States. So this idea that they have a direct financial influence via Hunter Biden, via the big guy, 10% for the big guy, uh, to directly profit off of the payment of remittances. And by the way, legal remittances should be taxed. I'll put that aside for a moment. Uh, they should be taxed out of this country. But to to be able to remit money back to Mexico and other countries all over the world in a dark, opaque system that is perhaps even untraceable, uh, this speaks to the motivation, unfortunately, for the Biden cartel to engage in open borders, because not only does it please their leftist allies who don't believe in the sovereignty of the United States, but it lines the pocketbook now. And, and by the way, just absolute huge congratulations to Natalie Winters for doing this investigative work. I only wish there were more folks out there like Natalie Winters. If the corporate media, if the FBI cared for a minute to actually right. find the truth and do real journalism, these stories would be abounding. But thank goodness we at least have her uh, doing this work. But again, it just speaks to qui bono, who benefits. The Bidens benefit directly, financially. It's a scam. It is a scam perpetrated upon this country. This is the most corrupt man to ever even enter into the Oval Office, much less sit behind the Resolute desk. And it is further proven by this new revelation from Natalie. They're, they're selling right now, and you see on business TV, they're selling also right now soft landing, maybe not a recession, maybe a mini, uh, some academic debate. You've done more than anybody of going through the analysis and the work that shows American working men and women, the ones that are getting crushed by the open borders policy, by the invasion of the southern border, are in a depression. You've got some additional inf information, economic data today. You yes. want to walk us through it? No, sadly, Steve. And listen, it gives me no pleasure to put these, uh, these numbers, these statistics out there, but this is the reality that the American people have to face. And, of course, we will never sugarcoat it and we'll never uh, participate in narrative and propaganda the way the corporate media does and even the business media, quite sadly. So it's an academic discussion to them about whether or not we're in a recession. The reality based on the numbers is we are absolutely in a recession in a deep one. And for middle and lower income people, uh, it might even be worse than recession. It's more like depression. And uh, to that point, we got new numbers out today. And if we can show chart number one, this is the PMI, which we talked about quite a bit on the show, Purchasing Managers Index. Uh, these are closely followed by Wall Street, by economists, by the Federal Reserve. Uh, and PMIs are great forward-looking indicators because these are the folks, the purchasing managers, the people who are buying for businesses, whether it's in services or manufacturing. These are the people who are ordering the products and services they need to then produce their final product. So it is inherently forward-looking. It's also a globally collected set of data. So it's very useful for apples-to-apples -apples comparisons among countries. And unfortunately for the United States, we learned today that manufacturing is now, as, the, as chart number one shows, deeply into recession territory, meaning it is below 50. Any number that comes in below 50 is recessionary. It came in well below 50, well below expectations. It was really kind of shocking, frankly, to the downside. So the housing slowdown, the housing recession is unfortunately intensifying. That's something that we called very early on war room. We've been exactly correct there. I am now saying, look, the next phase is manufacturing, which was holding up strongly because it had an incredible bounce off of Joe Biden. And uh, the chart show, you know, which I think is, is notable, there's an up arrow on the left side of the screen and then an incredible down arrow on the right side of the screen. The reason is uh, the handoff from Trump to Biden was fantastic. He inherited yes. a, an economy with momentum <clears throat> without inflation, and he ruined all of it, and he did it pretty quickly. You might be thinking, okay, Cortez, what about 
uh, services. Well, if we go to chart number two, we see in services that has been an even more pronounced uh, recession in the, on the services side for the last four months. On services PMI, we have been below 50. So uh, services has actually been leading uh, to the downside, meaning, you know, meaning intensifying the, the deceleration uh, re- regarding services compared to manufacturing. So we now have both. And if you put those together, there's a composite uh, PMI read. Composite PMI says that the U.S. is indeed in recessionary territory. And again, not my opinion. These are the actual numbers on the ground. This is the reality that Americans are living with. And this is what Biden has created. And again, I don't want to put this information out there only to – it's important that people are educated, of course, about where we are, but not to depress them, but rather to uh, to motivate the people to pressure the Congress, particularly the incoming GOP House. We earned that lever of power. Now, we didn't win it by as much as we would have liked, of course, but the point is we have earned that level of power. We have earned that speaker's gavel, um, and we have enormous sway now in Washington, D.C. to start to fix this mess, and no one – uh, should be fooled by the corporate media. Nobody should be fooled about what's going on in this country economically. We are in a recession, and the trend is worsening. Okay, so so the urgency has to be there for this incoming House GOP. The 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 the, the, the front page of the Wall Street Journal today was home sales to investors slide thirty percent. You and I have been working on uh, something. We don't like these head, these asset managers buying it, but and we want to stop it anyway. Or reduce it, but this is reduced because of interest rates. I mean, it's a direct thing right. that the housing market is fought, the bottom's falling out. How does that tie back to this, the purchasing managers index? Right. Well, listen, because of course, when you have a weak consumer, it's only so long that you can still have strong manufacturing, right? I mean, they, they are, of course, tied together, but the, the, the way the progression of the recession has, has uh, unfolded, the, the consumer weakened first, uh, got tapped out on credit cards first couldn't afford mortgages. Housing has never been less affordable than it is now. Um, as you rightly pointed out, a recent article in The Hill points out from Zillow.com, the real estate firm, that it now takes the average worker at a typical wage to, to purchase, uh, to pay for a typical apartment lease, 63-hour work weeks. Not a four-hour work week, a 63-hour work week. So housing affordability has tanked. And because of that, we're now seeing sales tank. And by the way, as sales tank for regular folks, you mentioned the institutions, all cash buyers, which is either wealthy individual investors or investor or uh, institutional investors, all cash buyers have ticked up measurably. Okay, now that's a great thing for investors. It's a terrible thing for regular people. We are yeah. advancing on, and marching toward being a society of serfs, where there's a relatively small group of owners of very powerful individuals and institutions, um, and then and then unfortunately a, a diffusion of of serf like life and 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 renters who will never have any fair shot at owning a home. Uh, Leslie, we got about a minute. Steve, Chip Roy said today about McCarthy's trip to the border. He said, hey, look, I like the investigation, like the impeachment, but we ought to use the appropriations process. If Biden, if there's 10 things that got to be done to seal the border and stop the invasion, if they're not done, he says we ought to force We ought to force it now in January. And if they want to shut down the government, so be it that we shouldn't pass any appropriations. It's basically 100%. the thinking of Steve yeah. Cortez. What do you think about Chip Roy? 100%. Chip Roy is a patriot and a political warrior. He's 100% right here. Uh, and look, this is an unbridgeable gap, right? They believe in open borders. We believe in sovereignty and protecting the prosperity of American workers in an era of crashing real wages. There will be no compromise. And so I'm convinced this is going to come down to brinkmanship. It will come down to the mat. We're going to have to steel ourselves to be willing to say no appropriations at all, not just for the border, no appropriations for anything. If you don't take the first task of any government seriously, which is secure 
securing public order and guarding the front door of America. Thankfully, Chip Roy and others, there's 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 brave people out there. Courage is contagious. Uh, it is spreading. And and listen, this economic stress is only adding to the case to solidify and guard the front door of America. You know, I'm so thankful for this country on Thanksgiving Eve. Well, we don't have a country. We won't have a country to be thankful for if we don't start defending the sovereignty and border of this country. How do they get to your social media, Steve? Please find me at Steve. Uh, and tomorrow I have a live stream at noon on Thanksgiving Day, noon Eastern time on American Gratitude at Steve on the Getter. Wow. Fantastic. We'll make sure we cover it and link to it. It's hard to grasp why anyone would keep voting for record inflation, skyrocketing crime, and an open border. Likewise, why would anyone keep funding the left by sticking with the big carriers? Patriot Mobile is America's only and I repeat only, Christian conservative wireless provider. They want to make it easy for you to try their service. Give them 60 days to show you why I, Stephen K. Bannon, trust them. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you get a third month free, plus free activation. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks and use the same towers as all three of the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedom. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with the woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that does. Make the switch today and get a free month of service plus free activation. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. At its core, people like Anthony Fauci, people like Hunter Biden, even people like Joe Biden. So I think get ready for 2023. By the way, one of the one of uh, the people that have let us do this is Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Malone uh, joins us from the the Boston. So let me play. I got a cold open for him. Let's play the cold open, and then I'll bring in Dr. Malone. It's going to take all of us to make that happen. So please, don't wait. Get your COVID shot. Get your flu shot. That's why God gave you two arms. You can one in each arm if you want. Go to vaccines.gov, and let's do everything we all can to protect the American people. Thank you. Okay, that was yes. I couldn't even put on the Fauci because I know it would trigger my co-host Natalie Winters a little too much. <laughs> but Fauci was there yesterday, hawking the Dr. Malone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I know you're there with a group of senior uh, physicians that are all the medical freedom fighters. You've got the new book out, "The Lies My Government Told Me." Uh, I want to turn it over to Natalie. She's got a couple of questions for her, but I really want to thank you. People should know it's like one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning where he is, and he's avoiding partying tonight just to do this interview. Malone's also going to be back with us on Friday uh, for uh, Friday morning, where we can get into it because the new book is about to come out. It's going to be a blockbuster and it ties together everything we've been talking about. Natalie Winters. Sure. Well, I think this is your first time uh, on war room since Anthony Fauci gave his last and final press briefing, which I think is a moment for all of Americans to celebrate and rejoice. That's something that we can all be thankful for uh, this upcoming holiday. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just curious. Uh, uh, Natalie, you, I interrupt. I'm even more thankful. Today, I believe, was the day the state's attorney's general suit uh, was able to put uh, Fauci under sworn deposition. Yes. And I really look forward to uh, what Jeff Landry and his company have, have come up with. Uh, I, you're, I, I loved your open and look forward to all of us working together, even though we didn't flip the Senate. Uh, Ron Johnson is preparing more hearings now. 
I think I think we just have to charge forward. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to talk about, really, I think this convergence uh, of what's going to be a pretty busy and, and frankly, awful 2023 for the Fauci family um, in terms of the hearings and the investigations. But I, I don't think the irony is lost on anyone that Anthony Fauci used his final press briefing to push COVID vaccines, specifically boosters, on the American people. And he was shielded by a White House press secretary from answering questions about the actual origins of COVID. And you obviously have your your wonderful book, Lies My Government Told Me. So I just have to say, as Fauci's career and his ability to spread lies from the bully pulpit that is the White House, what do you think is the biggest lie that he's told from that podium and just how fitting to his entire career in public service, how fitting of an end is it that he'd be pushing vaccines and lying about the origins of COVID in his final press briefing? Well, it's not just that. It's also Paxlovid. Um, what is the biggest lie? The problem with that question is if anybody has bothered to read Bobby Kennedy's book on the real Anthony Fauci, what we're dealing with is a career long pattern of deception, deflection, malfeasance, um, and collusion with the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, certainly, we're all sensitized to the lies that we've encountered, the lies about and the flip-flops about masking, um, the noble lie that he's, he's promoted so many times, uh, the lies about the origin of the virus. That was, I think, probably, if you put a pistol to my head, I'd have to say the manipulations that he did with Jeremy Farrar and so many others in trying to obscure the origins of the virus. And as you know, uh, Natalie, I just sent you and Steve and Cameron a link to this new bundle of uh, FOIA documents that provide even more rich detail. I mean, it's they're just full of Easter eggs, like the fact that Sanjay Gupta was directly cooperating with the White House team early in 2020. Um, as if he was a you know well qualified uh, public health e epidemiology expert. Well, and I I want to read a really great quote. As you were mentioning, there were over a hundred pages of emails released from Anthony yeah. Fauci and a lot of these key players um, who were not only publicly downplaying the lab leak theory, um, but really some of the loudest voices in favor of this natural origins theory. And I think we'll see in the lawsuits to come that these are some of the the voices in the room who are helping to really suppress people like yourself, people like myself, um, who were using their social media accounts, using their platforms to really share the truth when it came to the origins of COVID-19. Um, but I think that one of the, the buried leads and major takeaways from this recent FOIA document dump is how really, I think, to an unprecedented level, the collusion was from all of these so-called scientists and public health experts to, to really get in front, not just to, to go through it from the, the tr traditional scientific process of having a hypothesis and seeing if it's valid or not, but really trying to, I think, kneecap and hamstring the lab leak theory from the get-go. So I want to read a, a quick quote, and then uh, you, know, you can talk a little bit more about what you thought was interesting in, in this document dump. But this is a quote from one of the, the uh, authors of a statement that really was one of the most forceful documents in silencing proponents of the lab leak theory. And this is what he said, quote, 
Our main work over the last couple of weeks has been focused on trying to disprove, that's actually italicized in the email, any type of lab theory, but we are at a crossroad where the scientific evidence isn't conclusive conclusive enough to say that we have high confidence in any of three main theories considered. So what do you have to say to that when in, in private these people are trying to quash the theory, though they actually don't have the evidence to, yet they're calling people like you crazy conspiracy theorists for saying the same exact thing that they're saying in private? Yeah, it's it. The whole thing is striking. The other thing that really um, uh, strikes me is how chummy they are with each other. Um, another one is another little buried Easter egg here is they're expressing a lot of concern about the fact that a large number of the pediatric cases don't show disease. And they consider that a real problem because they want to show that the disease is severe. Um, that this infection is a severe threat to the pediatric population. And so they're trying to quench information that would demonstrate that that's the case and would amplify the signal that, in fact, this represents a significant pathogen for children. And, of course, that's what's been the justification all the way through for uh, jabbing the kids, even though there is no justification, but that's been their storyline. The House of Cards is, is collapsing now. And there, as you know, you you had that clip. I think Jaw is his name. Uh, you know, you have two arms. Uh, take more jabs. Uh, um, that's that's you know, in the present, they haven't slowed down. They haven't stopped. There is no sense that they have any awareness or shame but, 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 or but, but, anything. But hang on, what what is it going to take? I mean, you've got your book. You got Naomi Wolf's. You've done investigations, and it, we'll, we'll get the lab leak will be a thing of itself. Uh, uh, yeah, Bobby's Natalie's, second you know book that, is coming out on that. Yeah, and second book's coming out, there, so that's going to be a thing. But here's what I don't get: I mean, given the evidence is out there, given that other countries, Fauci and these guys are in your grill about continue to get the jab, and what four percent of the American people, American people are not buying it. What is it going to take, Doctor Malone? And what can you we garner from your book that's going to be the forcing function of this? What is it going to take to actually bring this to a head and lance this boil and said, look, this thing's been a scam from the beginning? What action do you believe it's going to take? So that's that's the kind of thing that we've all been discussing here in this little uh, impromptu conference that we're holding here on the boat in Istanbul is what is it going to take to break through to the persuadable middle? Because right now it's very comfortable for them to be uh, concurring with the CNN party lines, etc. All the propaganda that's coming out, including this, the government is now going to invest in almost half a billion dollars to push the uh, booster jabs on old people and the rest of the population. They've just announced this. Um, so we're going to get hit with another huge propaganda push. And what what the history has, what history shows is that these things will go along like this with all the propaganda. We've learned this from uh, uh, the, the former Soviet Union and the associated communist states, etc. Public will go along with that and then suddenly they won't. And I think I, I, I don't have a magic bullet. I, if I did, I would have already shot it. I think we have to keep talking. Uh, we have to be rational. The, the, but the, if you're saying, if you're saying where it's got to come, where it's got to, you just laid it out. If it's a $500 billion, uh, Natalie, correct me if I'm wrong. This is why it's so powerful to have the house. Only the house can appropriate money. 
We're talking about showdowns right now on the border, showdowns on the Wuhan well, lab. I mean, if if it's five hundred billion dollars, I mean, hey, bring it. It's you half should, a billion. Oh, five 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 hundred million. If it's a half a billion dollars, they got to get it appropriated. Hey, you you, you got to stand up at that time and say no. We're we're zeroing that item, and people have to have the guts to sit there and go, hey, if you want to shut the government down, you want to do things like this, we'll take we'll take this vaccine. On, I mean, Natalie, do you get any sense of the investigative thing that people are, pre- are at that level of prepared as they are on the southern border and others to actually say, let's have a showdown over uh, over the vaccines? Well, and it was just about a week ago, too, that the Biden regime asked for $10 billion uh, for more funds to help battle not only pandemics, but specifically COVID-19. So they are really milking this so-called issue uh, for all that it's worth. Um, but I think there is an appetite to go after it. I think people understand, right, the the response to Anthony Fauci stepping down, um, I think, is one of celebration. The polls show it. Most people don't like Anthony Fauci, don't like his collusion with Big Pharma, which, of course, a lot of this I think you can trace back to the fact that these companies have increased their lobbying efforts since the onset of COVID-19 uh, tenfold, if not 20-fold, if not 100-fold. So I think those are the kind of people that we need to go after and understand and I think people in D.C. understand how that ecosystem works. Dr. Malone, we got about a minute. We're going to hold you through the break. Do you believe the group of freedom fighters for medical freedom you have on the boat, are they prepared for a showdown? I mean, a hard throwdown on the vaccine, further vaccine funding in the new Congress, sir. Well, these are this is more of an international community. And we're talking about international strategy because the same problems exist all across the world. I, I, are we prepared for the war that we have to take in Texas, in Florida, in Tennessee, in the Senate, and in the House? I know that Ron Johnson is spinning up a major hearing. Uh, I don't know exactly what's going on in the House. Um, and so I have to say that we, the docs and, and those supporting the medical freedom movement are ready to go, and many of them are bleeding MAGA red. They are mad as hell and ready to go to war, but we've got to have political leadership that we can couple with. You have to have air cover from the media, from the conservative media, and you have to have muscle, political muscle, and you guys provide the content. Hang on. I'm going to keep you through the next block. I know it's late, but we've got a couple other questions we've got to get to before Friday. Dr. Robert Malone from Istanbul, Natalie Winters from Palm Beach, Stephen K. Bannon from The War Room next. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. 
create an account, and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. ...has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech. Protecting free speech. And canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Getter's for the live stream. You got guys like Dr. Malone are huge on Getter and get all the breaking news. Brazil, you got Cortez going to do a live stream tomorrow at noon about what we're thankful for. We do live streams all the time. It's very powerful. You got the app's free. It's so easy to use. Look, I can't use any of this stuff. It's simple. If I can use it, you can use it. Trust me. So just go download it. Boom. You're right up. Set your account up. Simple. And just get on with it. Uh, but you got to be on Getter. Also, tpusa.com slash war room. December 17th through the 20th in Phoenix is going to be the America Fest, AmFest. You're going to have Tucker. You're going to have Candace, myself, Jack Posobiec. Uh, Charlie Kirk's putting the whole thing on and t- tons of Darren Beatty, tons of other people, all the contributors from the war room. You'll see them out there. going to be incredible. We want you to be out there. You're going to get jacked up and ready for 2023. The big, huge fights ahead. One of the great warriors in this, uh, Senator Ron Johnson. Remember, they said, oh, he's going to get defeated. No, he was not. did not get defeated. And he's going to be on the warpath. Right. And I think it's December 5th. You got Ed Dowd. You got Malone. You got all these hitters coming back. He's going to start running a, a mini hearing in December. The book, uh, The Lies My Government Told Me, is going to be one of the foundational documents of that with Dr. Malone. Dr. Malone, when do you come back and, and give your testimony uh, in the week of December? And I think the book publication date has been moved up to be on the 6th. Is that correct? That's what I see from Amazon. And the ebook is already available, and we have the reviews rolling in. Thank you very much uh, to the whole MAGA community. Um, I'm so grateful for all your support in so many different ways. And of course, so grateful for the support of Tony Lyons, Skyhorse Publishing, and Children's Health Defense, which is the label under which this is published. Talk to us, give us a minute or two while we got you about what, what Ron Johnson's pulling together, because many of the contributors we've had on here, it looks like you guys are all gathering in D.C. that first full week of December. What can we, what can we expect from that? So I was just speaking to Ron's lead aide on this uh, about uh, two hours ago today. And my understanding is that it is going to be more of a discussion. Um, It is not going to be a formal hearing with uh, um, pre-canned statements that are going to be read out, but rather it's going to be a very active Q&A going over what's happened, what is the state of medical treatment, what is the state of the censorship and the other things that have been done? And uh, Ed Dowd is absolutely going to be one of the key stars here. Ron reached out specifically to Ed and said that he wanted him on. The stuff that Ed has done that he's talked about here about the all-cause mortality, I think, is a huge contribution to world health. And we all owe Ed a huge debt. Ed and his team from Portugal have done a fantastic job in making this all-cause mortality and correlation with vaccine administration available for the whole world. 
Dr. Malone, how do they get the book? How do you get to your Substack? How do we get to your getter uh, while you're in the Bosphorus, sir? Well, I want to give a shout out to Getter. Um, we're pushing towards 450,000. Um, when I got deplatformed from Twitter almost exactly a year ago, I was a little over 500. So we're almost there now, and I'm very grateful for that. That's at RWMaloneMD. Uh, same for Gab and Truth Social, of course. And the Substack, rwmalonemd.substack.com. The book is available through Barnes & Noble if you hate Amazon. And, of course, it's available on Amazon. And uh, then don't forget the Malone Institute, where we're going to be uploading all of these documents that you can grab from the FOIA, as well as that massive spreadsheet of all of the um, young leader trainees uh, that the WEF has produced and is trying to jam down our throats right now. Dr. Malone, go rejoin the party, and we'll see you back. Get some sleep, and we'll see you back here Friday morning, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Robert Malone. I want to bring in Crom Carmichael. One of the things we have to be thankful for, Crom, is our health, but you need, and one of the, I've gotten so much great feedback on people who have done that. Tell us about Soul Tea, and you've got to be thankful for your health, but you've also got to help God. You've got to, be, you've got to, be, uh, uh, you've got to use your agency here to help divine providence, make sure as healthy as possible. How is Soul Tea going to help us in that, sir? Steve, thanks thanks again so much for having me, and uh, I I enjoyed listening to Doctor Malone. He is a he is a real trooper, and uh, and you're probably having him on is a big deal. And it's kind of interesting because as bad as uh, uh, as COVID has been in terms of deaths, each year that that COVID has existed, heart disease has actually killed more people than COVID. And and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that heart disease is is preventable, but I can tell you that there are things that you can do to help mitigate the risk of heart disease because heart disease is called the secret killer for a reason. It generally takes years to build up and create and create uh, the kind of problems that lead to either a massive stroke or a severe heart attack. And a million times a year, uh, people have a uh, have an episode that's either a stroke uh, or a heart uh, or a heart attack. And, and our product, Soul Tea, is a product that will help your cardiovascular system, but in particular, it will help you manage your cholesterol. We did clinical trials on it 18 years ago. Uh, I've been taking our product for 18 years, and as I've mentioned before, my bad cholesterol was 130 when I started taking our product, and, and it, it dropped to 89. It's been under 90 ever since. I'm 74 years old. I take zero prescription drugs. And my cardiovascular system, every time I go in for my annual physical, uh, my doctor says, Crom, whatever it is you're doing, just keep doing it because you are, uh, you're an amazing health specimen for somebody your age. And so uh, I would encourage anybody, uh, regardless of their age, to start taking care of their heart. And, uh, and the way to do that uh, through the War Room is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then use the code WARROOM at checkout, and a person will get uh, the the person will get fifty percent off on their initial shipment in a subscription order. And what we do is the subscription order is a is a third off uh, the regular price, and we pay the shipping. And we ship you a ninety day supply every ninety days. Just take two capsules a day, and you'll see you should start seeing results in sixty to ninety days. 
Crump, thank you very much. Good Thanksgiving. Natalie, good Thanksgiving. We have a special on tomorrow, two hours. Swikert and myself talking about Thanksgiving. Natalie, we'll see you back here Friday. War Room Posse, you're not washing your hair, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.